0: This podcast is brought to you by MediShare, affordable and biblical health care sharing. Visit MediShare.com slash Unpacking It. You deserve affordable, reliable health care. It's MediShare.
1: Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast with Bryce Johnson. It's a show that unpacks sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. Enjoy inspiring conversations and thought-provoking interviews. You'll hear stories from people that will inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Now, from the Unpacking It Studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, uniting sports fans everywhere. Here is Bryce Johnson.
0: Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast presented by MetaShare. It's the show that unpacks sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. I'm Bryce Johnson, so pumped to be with you today as we share an inspiring interview that that we did with Zach Follett. Now, that name may not ring a bell necessarily, played for the Detroit Lions, but his career was cut short because of an injury. But the story we're going to talk about today is, is not so much his football story, but it's who he is, it's what he's doing now, and it's the story of, of how God has changed his life and transformed him and how God is using him in amazing ways. And so I was introduced to Zach because I was watching Thanksgiving pregame. <laughs> My Thanksgiving was unique this year, and so I actually had some time to, to watch the pregame show and, and caught the Tom Rinaldi piece on Zach, and it was a feel-good, you know, tear-jerker type of thing. That's what Tom Rinaldi's known for. But, but Zach was able to talk a little bit about his faith and so there was enough for me to go, well, I want to hear more about that. And so uh, we were able to reach out and, and get him on the show. And so uh, th- this is going to be awesome. But, but we put the Fox pregame feature in the show notes. And so you can go watch that either before or after the, the podcast. But you'll, you'll definitely want to hear from Zach because uh, we go way beyond what's shown in the five, six, seven minute piece. Um, and so it's this guy's awesome. I love this guy. Uh, he lives in California. So opposite side of the country. But I wish he lived here so I could hang out with him. Um, but we get to we get to share this conversation uh, with you today. And, and really enjoyed my time uh, speaking with him. And, and so you can check out his web website. Uh, it's called cuppa It's the coffee shop chain that he is now uh, running. And it's very cool. So he'll tell the story uh, about that. Before we jump in, let me thank MediShare and tell you a little bit about our presenting sponsor, MediShare. They are an innovative healthcare solution for Christians looking to save money without sacrificing on quality. They are the nation's largest healthcare sharing community. MediShare members take comfort in knowing their eligible medical expenses will be shared By their community, my wife and I, we've been uh, MediShare members. We've been a part of the community for over five years, and it's provided us with an affordable and effective way to pay for healthcare. And so I encourage you to check them out and see if it's the right fit for you. You can text the word UNPACK to the number 201201. So text the word UNPACK to 201201. You'll get a link. And, and go to the website and, and check it out and see see if it's a good option for you. That, that's all we're that's all we're saying. Check it out. So uh, appreciate MetaShare and and their partnership here on the Unpacking It podcast. But here we go. Our conversation with Zach Follett. Intriguing
1: guests and inspiring conversations. This is Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson.
0: And joining us now on the MetaShare guest line is Zach Follett, former NFL linebacker who was drafted by the Detroit Lions in the seventh round of the 2009 draft after playing his college football at California. His career was cut short due to an injury he experienced on a kickoff, but he now owns a coffee shop chain called Cup of Joy. They're saying, their mantra, love God, love people, love coffee, I love all three of those things, and I love Zach's story. So excited to share it with you today here on Unpacking It. Zach, thanks so much for being with us. How are you?
2: Hey, man, thank you so much for having me. Doing great. Uh, finally getting some rain out here in California, so uh, it's a good
0: morning out here. Oh, uh, very nice. So it's early out there now. I I heard your story on Thanksgiving. Uh, it was a you know, crazy holiday and all that. But I found time. I watched a little of the pregame. And and caught the, the Tom Rinaldi piece. And so we'll we'll link to that story in our in our show notes. But I'm curious, what was the kind of feedback, the fallout, the follow-through from, from your story being uh, shared on such a big platform like that?
2: Just cried like a baby the first second I, I saw it come on the TV. I looked at my wife, and I first, my first thought, because it showed the logo, I'm like, cup of joys on national television. Here's your oh. baby that you've grown over the last 10 years. And to see that was just a way to kick it off. And then uh, overwhelming reaction. Uh, I think we've shipped coffee to almost uh, every state in uh, in, in, in the U.S. Uh, People are on there buying merch and all that. So that's the fun stuff for business. But more importantly, the impact that it's had on people, the emails that I've received. Mm -hmm. Uh, God, obviously, as you know, is doing major things all around this country. And so to see that come and encourage uh, the coolest one, I just got off the phone with someone yesterday. Uh, his name was Tom, but he went and he was like, man, I have to come and meet you. I live in LA and I I've been writing this story that I, I I'm a pastor of a church and I, I've been writing this story of how it's called the second cup. And it's how a guy owns a coffee shop and he goes around uh, with cups of coffee, like sharing the love of Christ. And I, and I, we do it for like our Christmas play and Easter. And he goes, and then I see your story and like, you are living my story. And it's just like crazy stories, Aww. veterans, guys that are doing uh, homeless ministries. It's been mind blowing. And then you just got the simple ones to where dads reach out like, hey, I, I saw your piece. It was so awesome. I just want you to know it inspired uh, my three boys and I to go to the homeless shelter with our Thanksgiving leftovers and and to hand it out. And so it's just like, oh my gosh, bumps and chills. Uh, for God to be so gracious, uh, to use a, a wretched like me to bring him glory. He, people are doing greater things than me out there, but for some reason he wanted to use that, and I'm overjoyed.
0: It was It was a blessing. Gosh, how cool, man! It was it was awesome, and and I was glad they yeah kept you know, you were able to share your faith enough yeah, on no, that. Was,
2: so, so that was that. I scheme that now, you know. If I'm yeah. coming to do this story, yeah, it's a it's a good deed, but you have to know the reason what inspired me, and that's and that's our Lord. And so I, I I was like, either they're gonna let me use God and Jesus, or this is gonna be the most choppy interview ever because I tried to interject them in every little sentence. Um, and, and yeah, they did. And I was really uh joy that they, they honored that because I shared the full story, obviously with them. And so to take God out of it, it just wouldn't make sense.
0: No, definitely not. So I'm glad that, that he, he shined through. And and so I want to be able to share even, you know, that was a seven minute piece. So We encourage people to check that out, but I want to get to know you more and, and kind of get, you know, other aspects to, to your story and, and kind of how you even ended up uh, having that opportunity to, to be able to to share what kind of happened recently with the with the coffee uh, experiences, but let's go back to kind of growing up. How important was your faith, and how important was God in your life, and how important was football in your life up until about the age of twenty three? We'll say, what was that? <laughs> okay, like?
2: yeah, man, uh, God was non-existent in my life. Um, mm. I felt like I was kind of your typical. Uh, faith kid to where hey, you know, you're a white male in California and you need to believe in God, yeah. Mm. So it was, uh, you there, yes, yes, okay, gotcha. I just uh, saw you disappear, uh, so so yeah, that was that was kind of my faith. I was just, I pray every once in a while, I'm half Armenian. And I would go to uh church twice a year. They spoke in Armenian. So I had no clue who God was. It was, it was it was just like a, it was kind of a scary church. So I was just like, man, God must be scary. Right. And mm. so, um, growing up, man, I, I would recycle all my money starting in the third grade, uh, recycle cans to, to, to save up money to buy NFL ticket. Um, and that was my God growing up. Um, and I would be in front of that TV. I was a big Minnesota Vikings fan, Randy Moss. Um, yeah. And I would scream every touchdown he would score, and so um, I'm a, the big kid in my school, and football was my god, it was my passion, it was everything to me. And um, because I had size going up through uh, high school, uh, got scholarship, uh, full ride to California Berkeley, and I went to Berkeley. And you're thinking, man, here's a guy that doesn't really know God going to Berkeley. He's he's lost for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But that's why I love the story of uh, Jesus Christ and His power, because it wasn't until I was 20 years old. Um, the Holy Spirit came down in Telegraph Street. If anyone's familiar with Berserkly, uh, that's one of the darker streets uh, in the U.S. And uh, the Holy Spirit threw my cousin uh, one night and, and, and rewind all throughout high school. People came to me with the Jesus loves you and uh, cool. You know, I, I love football and girls, so I'm glad he loves me, but I'm not really important. Um, And to me, I always find that crucial because, you know, yeah, it is the truth. Jesus does love us. Uh, But there's not power in that. There's power in the gospel. And it wasn't until my cousin shared the gospel. Um, I thought I was going to heaven because I was a good person and and, and a good football player like God's got to let me in. Right. Uh, We'll come to find out, man, that that's not how it works. And that the fact, the truth of the matter is uh, all my life of being uh, the man, the football player and all the the parties and drugs and things that I did, I've offended God and I need to be made right with him. And so the first time I repented and I asked God to forgive me, and then I knew that he died and resurrected. I have faith to believe. Therefore, I I can gain his Holy Spirit. Um, And so that's what I did. March 8, 2008, I put my faith in Jesus Christ and i woke up the next day and i said okay what does this mean i'm I'm a follower of christ now um i don't have a superman cape on my back like i have the spirit of god supposedly living inside of me um and i and i sat there my cousin had left and so now it's just me and i just i prayed like for the real first time uh praying to someone that i believed in for sure um after he revealed himself and i said god Okay, I'm I'm freed from sin. Does this mean I can sin as much as I want? Do I sin just a little bit? Um, what's what's the deal? And uh, man, Scott Smith, when I was a freshman at Berkeley, uh, man, guy's just a faithful one. He say he worked all summer and he saved up money to buy every team, every player on the team a Bible. And I had this Bible sitting on my desk that I'd never opened in my life, never opened a Bible. And uh, I just felt the Holy Spirit when I asked that question about sin. He said, go pick up that Bible. I get up, grab the Bible, open it up. First time ever reading the word, it, it showed me it was alive. It was Psalms, uh, 18, 20, 2018, uh, where David said, God, you have blessed me according to my righteousness and how clean I have kept my hands from sin. You have rewarded me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I just asked you about this sin. I'm going into my senior year of football. I need to be blessed. I want to make it to the NFL. So I need to stay away from sin. Okay, God. Um, well, let's, let's just make a deal. Uh, <laughs> Lord, uh, don't expect me to, to stop sleeping with girls. Uh, I'll be faithful to one. I've been doing that since high school. So that's, that's the route I'm going to head. And, uh, thank you for handling that. Um, God, don't ever expect me to preach the word because I'm a cool football player and I don't want to be a dorky preacher. Mm. Uh, and, uh, lastly, Lord, don't take a parent away from me. Uh, if, if you did that, I don't know if I could follow a God that would do that to me. Mm. Uh, and I love to, to tell this story because by the power of God, uh, man, he has broken the the chains of uh, addiction of lust in, every, in my life. And I know the power that that can have. And only through Christ, I've been able to overcome that. Um, I get no greater joy than preaching the word of God. Um, football is overrated when it comes to Jesus. And then uh, back about 10 years ago, my dad uh, passed away of a sudden heart attack.
0: Uh-huh. And
2: I was only about a year into my faith. And to me, looking back, Man, is it crazy? God did a, a, some amazing ways to show Himself, but it, if it wasn't just recently, He kind of gave me this re- revelation. I know that I would not be the man I am today in Christ if my dad was still here. My dad was a was a mighty man, and I could rely on him. I could call mm-hmm. him, and I would go to him. But when he leaves, and I got a God giving me this mission to open up a coffee shop, and I need to rely on God like beyond. It was almost like i I don't mean this in a negative way, but like it was almost like my dad's life had to be sacrificed mm. in a way for God to come and be my heavenly Father and to grow me and use me. and mm. as he told me that, I was just like, Wow, well, then, Dad, you will not die in vain. You can mm. send mountain my way, Lord Jesus, and I will conquer it if like that's what it took, um, and so, yeah. God has shown me um, who he is as, as my Lord, but also as a heavenly father who loves me. Um, and, and that's, what's really changed me through this uh, being able to go and share the story and God using that thing on, on Fox was like, God, you, I think you love me. Like <laughs> It's so hard for us to grasp that as men, because we didn't always have a father to show us like what love was. Um, and so I think for the first 13 years, like I know the Bible says, and I believe God loves me, but when you actually start feeling little nuggets of God himself revealing in special ways, his love for you, it changes everything. It's like my identity, the God of the universe loves me. I no longer have to care what you people think and Mm -hmm. you can run after him full speed. And so it's, it's just been the biggest blessing. And so that's kind of the story going all the way up uh, until, 20 years old, and then I get drafted by the Lions. I have a great senior year. Lord also wants to sanctify. And uh, I got to get my dream of the NFL, but uh, he wants to humble us, and so I was sent to Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> and so no I like, you have to with that. I was like, "Okay, God." Uh, and that was that was uh, going to Detroit was quite the experience. Um, I, I encountered my first spiritual warfare battles in Detroit. Mm. Uh, persevered, got hurt during camp, got put on. Uh, uh, well, I was out for three weeks. Get cut, get put on practice squad. Um, the enemy had me so curled up in a ball, I wanted to run home to California, crawl in, a, in my little closet and just cry. I wanted to quit. He had me ready to run out of that place. Um, and then I called my cousin telling him like, man, I'm ready to quit. Like, I'm I'm done with this. I can't do this. I don't belong here. And uh, I tell him the full kind of X-rated version of everything that gone on. And he's on the other side of the phone. So excited. Like, Oh my God, this is amazing. This is amazing. Uh, the enemy is sending his, uh, his demons after you to try to drive you out because you're light in the darkness. Wow. And I was like, bro, uh, okay. I, I can see that. And so he's like, you got to give it all to God. You're trying to do this yourself. You got to give it to God. And so I got on my knees in that double tree hotel room and I just, I gave it all to God. Uh, practice. Mm. All, all. God, this is yours. Uh, you do it—the money, the fame, all of it. Lord, is yours. And from that moment of tapping out on my knees, ready to quit and go home, one year's time, I was the starting linebacker for uh, Detroit line. Um, And so, yeah, that was kind of the football run. I could keep going and get into the yeah. cup of joy.
0: Well, uh, no, man. Well, 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 I'll let you catch your breath. Uh, it's okay. an incredible, incredible story. I, I'm inspired, and I'm—I can't wait to. Have certain people listen to this this interview. So this is uh, this is powerful stuff. So. All right. So here you are. You're at the Lions and you get to be a starter. So you're 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 living the dream. And and here you go. And you want to be used by God in that environment. And so what happens as you're the, the starter and you're getting this experience? What what happens next?
2: Yeah. So, uh, man, I got to taste it. And that was huge for me because remember the little kid, Zach, that worshiped the NFL, it was my God. And so by his goodness, he knew it was important for me. Let me give you the NFL. Let me run, let you run out of that tunnel as a starting linebacker. You've done it. Now, where does it compare to Christ? Uh And like, wow it doesn't come close. So I knew at 22 years old, there is nothing better. Cause here's the pinnacle for me and Christ, you're better. So there's nothing better. Um, and then I ended up playing like uh, about seven games that season um, got uh, that hit that you guys saw on the documentary or the, the, the thing on Fox and man done went on IR uh, career was over. And so now that real, like dad is, go- uh, dad has already passed away. Um, I lose my NFL dream. Everything I've ever worked for in my life, uh, when it comes to football, that was my identity. The football player is gone. Um, And I'm again so thankful to this day that Christ came in my life beforehand. So I didn't fully obliterate and fall into a spiral. Mm. Uh, I I had him to to rely on. And so I remember I get out of the NFL and I said, "Okay, God, it's for you. Uh, your, Your word says it's for you to direct my steps um I want to go on vacation and uh see where like you have sent for me and so I went out of, to the Dominican Republic right when I was uh done with the Lions and I was like I'm going to spend 7 days looking up uh and talking to God to see what he wants me to do with my life.
0: All right, before we before we get to the Dominican Republic, t- take me your 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 NFL career ends. Yeah. So, how are you handling that? And what was the pain like and 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 take us into what that actual injury yeah, so-
2: when, when, when that, yeah. When that ended, it was, I'm not going to lie. Okay. So I'll send you a text message of again, God doing little things to just make sure that I stay strong to where like in my heart, I kind of knew because we ended up, I get that injury. I go on IR and then we go into the lockout the next season. And to me, oh, yeah. I'm sitting here like, Oh Lord, you're locking out the NFL so I can have an extra two months to recover and come back and play. Mm-hmm. Um And so I uh, go into camp, And everything was going good until we did hitting drills. And then my, my neck kind of lit up a little bit. And so I'm sitting in my hotel room kind of just with this decision. Like I I know it's done. Like I can't play anymore. I send my, my pastor friend, Dwayne, um, a text message. And I said, man, uh, playing football no longer brings me joy. Uh, preaching Christ, um, is what I want to do with my life. Uh, Um, pray that God reveals his plans for me. I mean, yeah. I still have the text message. No, I and,
0: love it. I love it.
2: And he, and he said, uh, "Man, I got you, Z." And the next day, uh, I get called into the Lions facility, and uh, I get I get released uh, due to my neck. And I was like, "Wow, like God, okay, you answered." Now it was okay. Let's go to God. I need to hear from you, God. It mm-hmm. wasn't. I wasn't obliterated. I wasn't uh, stressing because, like, I have God, and I and I trust you. You are good. I've seen how you can give a young little boy uh, strength and courage and comfort through the loss of a father. I've seen how you can fulfill dreams. I've seen mm-hmm. enough just within a year and a half to know that you're trustworthy. And so it's like, what do you want me to do, Lord? I don't want to plan my steps. And so, man, Dominican. I'm sitting there and I'm speaking to the locals on the beach and they're speaking Spanish. And I'm like, um, Dwayne said when I was going to Dominican, he said, man, you should pray about a mission trip. Uh, that will change your life, and so I'm. Like, so I go there thinking about a mission trip, and so I'm speaking to the locals in Spanish. Um, and I was like, man, Lord, I can't uh, understand a word they say, but you've put mission trip on my heart. So I pray you send me to England or Australia. Uh, funny accents, but at least I can I can communicate and share my story. Um, hmm. No joke. Very next day on Twitter, a Lions fan from the UK tweeted, uh, "Hey bro, come preach in England someday," and I was like, wow, well. Wow. Yes, we're going to England. And so I text him <laughs> back a month later, I, I show up in England. Um, again, another sanctifying humility, uh, a humbling time coming out of the NFL. And now I'm basically waking up 7am being used to 10pm. I'm speaking in schools, I had broken my foot in a basketball game before I left. And so I have a boot on my foot. I'm in the mud of England teaching seven year old girls how to play football. Oh um, it, it, it was it was fun at the same time, but it was trying and uh, it, it was good. It was a one month of that. And I got to share my testimony with kids. Uh, but the, the most impactful time of why God sent me to England was that's when I find myself in a coffee shop. He gave me the, my, my guy. Sam gave me one night off. And I was like, man, like I'm gonna go spend it with God. So I go into Costa Coffee in Great Marlowe, England. Mm-hmm. I have my word with me. And I was like, I just want to get a coffee, sit and read the word and spend time with Christ. And in that moment, again, like we don't understand what God has for us when we make time for him. I could have very easily listened to the voice that said, Z, go check out these pubs in England. You know that they're cracking. Go, go check it out. And so I decided to choose him. And thank God I did because I was reading the word. I'm sitting up nestled in the front, uh, looking out the window. And I come across Romans 8.1, therefore there is no condemnation for those of us who are in Christ Jesus. Well, I've shared a little bit of my condemnation story that I deserve and to know that Christ paid that price of all my sins, I'm filled up with so much joy and I'm drinking this cappuccino. I'm like, man, this is the best cappuccino I've ever had. This is a cup of joy. As I said that, the Holy Spirit says, Zach, look around this coffee shop. Look at how people connect over coffee. Go to your hometown, open up a coffee shop, and connect to your community and share the love of Christ with them. And I'm wow. like, eyes big, like, oh, my God, yes. And he said, but here's the catch. You must remain connected to me. And I'm just like, yes, let's go. And that was really crucial for me because I, until this point, I had struggled in my lukewarm walk with Christ. Uh, man, football player image, uh, man of God image. And I didn't want to let go of the good taste of the world. And so now he strips that from me. And now, hey, you're a Christian coffee shop owner, uh, you got it. You got to live this out and walk the walk. And so uh, that was a huge blessing for me. Uh, it took. That was. Uh, I have it in my Bible. That was uh, March, uh, January 12, thousand twelve. Uh, we opened our doors at Cup of Joy on and on December tenth, two thousand twelve. So one year of planning, went to coffee school in Portland, my my motto in life, if you're going to do something, do it right, I got to learn about coffee, Um, and so I went to a coffee school in Portland, got my stuff, came home, and again, God helping me all the way, and then we get to right before we open, and I'm sitting there like, okay, God, like, how much do I make you a part of this thing? Um, you know, I know it's all you, but I'm opening a business and I talk to Christian businessmen, non-Christian businessmen. And the thing that confused me, if I'm being honest, was like the Christians were like, hey, you know, I have my business and I have my faith. Um, and, and and I keep those separate. And to me, Christ is in all in all things and in him, all things hold together. And if I'm going to be open a business where my whole life savings is going into, I want the super glue of the universe to be a part of that. And so God was just like, yeah, I don't think you want to take my name off this. And I said, I mean, so uh, we went in guns a blazing Um, again. The Holy Spirit had me filled when we first opened. I was filled with a joy that I I, I still to this day have never uh, been able to match because it was just a a gifting he sent. Um, And we started. And uh, the other thing I love to share. When you obey God and listen to the road that He sends you on, um, He has golden nuggets along that way when you choose His road. And so, the first month, a beautiful girl comes in, and she's now my wife, and we have two twin boys. Uh, oh. And I could sit here and name off another hundred things that He has blessed me because of the road of Cup of Joy. Um, and so, yeah, now we're nine years. We just celebrated a couple of days ago, nine year anniversary. We have six locations, uh, 84 employees. Um God has brought and don't get me wrong, everyone looks at me now like, man, you got the best job. It seems so good. Well, there's maybe six of those years where every December winter time right now is the most stressful. Um, mm. but where I'm I'm in the fetal position on my knees, like, God, you you chose the wrong one to do this. Mind you, I never had a job before. I had no business school. I went to school to play football, not to learn business. Uh my dad's gone and I I, I can't do this. I was, I would, I was breaking. Um, and 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 by the grace of God, he has sent me my errand. Um, to, to to be the brains you know I've got wow. the i got the joy I got the spark uh, <laughs> inspiration but when it comes to running six shops and payroll and insurance and uh, hr, oh my gosh I'm gonna no way I don't want that um and so now I have a team. And uh, I'm so blessed by this team. Because of this team, I'm able to walk into the identity that God made me, rather than trying to take it all on myself and then, uh, man, drowning that person He made me to be. Uh, so yeah, I got a great team doing their thing, and now I get to go around and do things like this, and uh, man, share share joy.
0: Oh my gosh, it's it's remarkable. And and Zach, so many elements of your story uh, I relate to. And, and so we serve the same God and he, he, he works you know, in similar ways and, and then in unique ways for each of our journeys. And so it's so cool though, just to see the, uh, the commonalities of God's character and the way he works and the way he humbles us. And so I, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. Um, so I, I love it. I'm, I'm encouraged myself and, um, just in the season of life that I'm at, uh, you speak a lot of truth and, and encouragement, uh, to me. And so I know our, our listeners are, are encouraged as well. So I appreciate that. Um, and so, man. So, from one coffee shop to nine coffee shops, and and so it's called Cup of Joy, and and take us into a little bit more of you know what you're wanting to accomplish and and how your how you are incorporating God into not only how you're pouring into the staff, but 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 ultimately, like we saw in the in the feature on on Fox, you, know, you want to impact individuals that come into that that shop and use coffee. To, to ultimately point them to to Jesus, so you know j- we, we, I'm sure you could tell a hundred stories or more, uh, and we saw one of them on national TV, which was incredible. but just your overall philosophy and kind of approach and and how you're allowing God to move within the coffee shop
2: Yeah, so you know the Holy Spirit has a, the Holy Spirit let him do his thing, and I like to do tasteful things of Christianity. Um, the, my biggest thing was when I always thought of a Christian coffee shop, I thought of corny and bad coffee. And I was like, hold up, like we're representing the king of kings, the, the, the most creative, uh, magnificent being. So if we're going to represent him, we're going to represent him. Right. And so our coffee's got to be the best coffee around. Um, our our decor has got to be the best decor around. Uh, mm-hmm. I want people to walk in because, yeah, people have that 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 preconception of of a Christian coffee shop or of God. And it I want them to judge on the outside, which they did. And then, uh, man, well, let's go check it out because the coffee And that was my thing. Make the coffee really good that they're just going to have to put up with the Jesus because they want Mm -hmm. the good coffee. Um, And so then they come in and they're kind of surprised, like, okay, this wasn't the judgmental vibe. I thought that they were going to be preaching. Um, I have a big throne in every single cafe. Um, and it's just it's it's up on the wall, hanging, massive, six foot throne, lit up beautifully, and that's it. Everyone kind of walks in like, "Hey man, what's that chair all about?" And I call it my evangelism throne because like, well, let me tell you, uh, there's a there's a God in heaven, and kind of get to share. Um, but for the most part, I I I we love all it, Cup of Joy. Um, we've been attacked, social media people thinking this and that. Uh, the owner of Cup of Joy is racist. Uh, he's homophobic. He's this. You're gonna get those attacks when you're doing anything for Christ. Uh, But I, I don't. You can be. uh, You don't have to be a Christian to work for us. I want to. Those to me, the non-Christians are my favorite employees because I want to come in and show you like what it really means to be a follower of God, and then how God loves them. Uh, Unfortunately, and I'm guilty of it myself. Trust me, but we're just so judgmental as Christians. And it's like, gosh, man, like if God could save me and could save you, we were wretched. And when he came to us in our filth, like, why can't we come to them in filth? And so it's beautiful to where we're, it's a coffee shop and we're not connected to any church and I've wanted it to stay that way. Um, just one to, to unite the churches. <laughs> uh, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's a coffee shop to where all the churches can come because I don't make myself a, a part of this one. They all feel like, Oh no, this is just a, a, a Jesus thing rather than a church. So, like, Oh, we don't want to support that church. And it's like, man, where's the unity? Uh, oh, so it's, a, it's been a great way to unify um, the central Valley here in, in, in Clovis. And then when it comes to stories, um, one I'd love to share particularly is uh, is, is our is our regular D. Um, she, to me, was like the vision God always gave me of how someone's going to come in. She's older, retired from the military, sweet lady, uh, but didn't know Jesus. And she, from day one, come in, get her pour over, sit on the couch, and just talk to us. And it was probably about two to three years of doing consistently every single day where, like, I want what they have have they have so much joy what is that and they were telling her it, it, it's jesus and she uh, found christ through our coffee shop and now goes to church She now she sits in there with her bible and to me i'm like wow. b if, if if opening up a cup of joy just to save you it was so worth it because she is the sweetest old lady um and she has wow. come to christ and then yeah there's uh the the employees that i've married that worked here and it's it's been unbelievable the stories. Um, but as far as using, um, of where we're going, I don't Mm. know. I, Mm. I, I, okay. I knew he told me to open one. I got one open three years later. Let's open number two. I'm like, I need more. I gotta, I'm driven. I gotta drive somewhere. Um, and so, um, we're, yeah, we, we have the ones that we have and now we have a team. Now we have a warehouse, a commissary. Um, we're getting set up to open up 10, 12, 20 of these things but I still have PTSD from when we had three and I'm mm. fetal position. And it's like, I got a pretty good life now. Do I what's that balance? And that's what I'm wrestling with. Of yeah. Okay. I got twin boys and I went mm. up to the mountain alone and I, and I sat up there with God and I said, God, what's next Lord? What's the next mountain to go tackle for you? And he said, what if it's just raising those two boys? Well, like, wow. is that, a, is that enough for you? Wow. I was like, Ooh, oh yeah. That's, not a lot of glory in that, uh, which there really is, but I'm like, okay, I I need to make sure I focus on, I could very easily, I don't want to be one of those that get easily distracted, start running off great with God. And then whether it be money, whether it be fame and I just start grinding to open up 20 shops. Well, if I do that, my boys will, will be impacted and take a back seat because I'm working all the time. Um, so I'm in that struggle right now. Uh, I see what he did through this little interview and why I'm talking to you. Um, and I had, I had a franchise people reach out, maybe 20 emails. We want to open one in Texas. We want to open one in DC, Pennsylvania, Iowa. And I'm like, man, Lord, is that what you want to do? Um, and I'm keeping it open. And I think what I'm realizing is if that's what you want to do, Lord, and we take this thing and blow it up, I just need to go and get the team. Let the team do it. Uh, and I just be the overseer that still be able to spend time with my family. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where we're at now. Um, who knows if we're going to open another one? Who knows if we're going to open 20? Uh, I'm excited just to keep just trying to be faithful of what he's given. Um, and and back to like a little bit of Tommy, like my passion now is like, OK, I've done the coffee thing. I want to love the least of these at uh, all the things that God calls us to. Uh, He gives different ones, special passions. And and that is definitely my passion. And then for him to show me what the impact that it can have. So now I'm dreaming. I want a homeless shelter. I want Mercedes vans with showers in them to drive around and give homeless people showers and a cup of coffee, refresh them, tell them, share the love of Christ. Like if if God could like to me, like he doesn't need all of that. Zach, just keep giving a cup of coffee and let him do his thing. But I'm Mm -hmm. sitting here like, well, what if they had a hot shower and that and that? So. We'll see what happens,
0: man. I, I again, I, I resonate with what you're saying, and I was just talking to my mentor this morning and telling him that I had some revelation and breakthrough within the last week because I'm I'm always chasing more. I want unpacking it to grow and reach more sports fans and uh, continue to expand the the podcast. And I've got all these ideas of how we get ways to reach sports fans. But what guys telling me right now? I've got I have a four month old daughter and a two year old as well, and daughter and so. Dude. same kind of thing same kind of thing I'm, I'm we're about the same age and so this is the season two yeah that growth might come and, and some of those opportunities will still be there and if God wants me to do those things he'll provide he'll open the door and he'll give me the nudge to go but until then be content in him do what he's asking me to do remain in that sweet spot like you're you're talking about too the way he's designed you and and what he wants you to do um and so i, I I'm right there right there with you so um okay. Man. So, so keep, keep after it. I'm excited for the way that it has grown, but, but also uh, excited to know the, the daily impact that you can make just with one cup of coffee and the the one person that you talked to today. Um, So it's awesome. Well, Zach, man, we could talk all day and we'll, we'll definitely do this again. And and I want to keep up with you because I I'm inspired by you and what God's doing through you. So um, thanks for being a part of unpacking it. And so thankful that we, we got you on before Christmas and, I, Cause I heard your story on Thanksgiving and, and it all came together. So, so praise God for that. And I wish you a, a Merry Christmas as well.
2: Amen, Bryce. I appreciate the opportunity, uh, man. You're great at what you do and uh, thank you. And I'd love to do this again. So let me know.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, there is Zach Follett here on unpacking it. Check out cup of Joe. We'll have the link in our show notes and, and we'll have a, a link to the feature on Fox. If you haven't seen it yet, but uh, there we go. Here on the Unpacking It podcast, presented by Metashare.
1: Intriguing guests and inspiring conversations. This is Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson.
0: And we're back in studio, and what an awesome conversation with Zach. Wow, what a guy! So we'll, we'll get him back on the show for sure because uh, he, he's an inspiring person and, and love the way God's working in his life. And my big takeaway from kind of the whole story is the reminder that when our dream ends, God's dream begins. And oftentimes God will allow us to experience what we think we want. And and sometimes we don't. Listen, not everybody's going to be the president, not everybody's going to make it to the NFL, not everybody's going to make it to the NBA, you know whatever it is. But, but 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 oftentimes we'll we'll experience what we're longing for. And 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 it's like, man, I got the job, I got the promotion, I got the house, I got married, I got the kids, and you're like, "Oh, that's what I wanted." And then you're like, "Wait, what what am I supposed to do? What am, now what?" And that's when, if we, if we, in that moment, say, God, I'm yours. What do you want to do with me? Where do you want to take me? I'm, I'm truly surrendered. And, and I think for, you know, for Zach, his NFL dream ended. And then he was at that point where he, he uh, at least from what I could gather, was very open-handed, open-hearted, and said, God, what do you want me to do? And God gave him this new vision, this new dream, this new path, to start these coffee shops and the impact that he's having on people. And you saw one story in the Fox feature and, and the, this homeless man that he's helped and turned his life around. And and so God's using coffee of all things. But more importantly, he's using Zach because Zach was open and willing. And so I know for for me, I wanted to be a radio host. I wanted to be a sports radio host, and I got to do it. I got to do it in my hometown of Charlotte. I thought I was living the dream. I was going to Panthers games. I was going to Bobcats games, and then, long story short, the dream ended, and at that point, I was, all right, God, what do you want me to do? And he took me on the path that ultimately led to starting Unpacking It, now eight years later, or really nine years later, because it started a year before we officially launched the ministry. But I'm right where I need to be, and God is using me and using this ministry to encourage, inspire, challenge sports fans to follow Jesus and become more like him. And so, you know, it was a bummer for Zach, of course, going through an injury like that. I mean, it's brutal. And for an NFL career to end earlier, And actually, I have a very similar story because my radio career ended very quickly on the path that I thought I was going to be on. Uh, And then I ended up going the sports and faith route. And and it was awesome. It was awesome. And it's been awesome. It's been challenging. Don't get me wrong. But uh, the way God used all of that to say, no, 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 you're going to use radio for my glory. And so now Zach is using coffee for God's glory. And, and so now we're using podcasts. We've gone from radio to podcasts in recent years. But, uh, but anyway, I, I'm just encouraged by that. So even for you, if, if a dream ends or you know, something really painful, disappointing, discouraging happens, if you get to the place of humility and surrender with open hands and open hearts and say, all right, God, use me. How can you use me? How can you use my story? How can I serve you? God will open up amazing doors. He's, he's looking for willing people. Willing people, so that's the encouragement for us today. Well, I hope you're enjoying the holiday season, and really appreciate you listening to the podcast. Uh, share this with somebody. Share that. Share this podcast, especially this one with Zach. Uh, let it. Let it encourage somebody else. Uh, so I appreciate your support. Uh, if you're listening to this uh, before uh, December 31st, we have the December giving match going on here at Unpacking It. We greatly appreciate your financial support. Our board is matching donations in December. Uh, But if you're listening at another time, we hope you'll support our ministry as well. You can go to unpackingit.com slash donate. Well, thanks for listening today. I'm Bryce. I'm a sports fan who follows Jesus. I believe in the good news that he died on the cross for my sin. He was resurrected, and through faith, I've been saved by his grace I hope that is true for you as well, and I hope you'll join me as we live life as sports fans who follow Jesus together. Have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Unpacking It podcast presented by MediShare.
1: For more information about the show, our events, and other resources, visit unpackin'it.com. That's U-N-P-A-C-K-I-N-I-T dot com. We hope you are encouraged, inspired, and challenged by what you heard today. To support our show and Unpacking It Ministries with a financial gift, visit unpackin'it.com slash donate.